Many thought it would never happen, but after 45 plus years, it did. A woman won the Hard Rockers Drilling Competition, a dangerous and difficult event that involves operating a 100 plus pound massive drill used horizontally into rock. Learn what inspires and motivates Learen Wilson to dominate an event comprised of mostly mountain men. Hear about some of her training tactics and also find out how this young woman conquers state and national titles on the arm wrestling table as well. And why she just may be the next world champion on this compelling episode of A Tale to Tell. My name is Don Roberts and I'm the host of this podcast. I have a special guest here today named Lee Aaron Wilson. Hello, Lee Aaron. Hi. Hi, thanks for being here. Yeah, not a problem. So I understand you are the only woman in history to win the Hard Rockers Holiday Men's Drilling Competition. Is that, is correct. that, is that correct? correct? Yeah. Wow. We don't have a women's yet. We're working on that. We're going to get into that. And I know you're a world-class arm wrestler as well, college athlete, basketball and lacrosse, right? Correct. We'll, we'll go down that road. Before we go there, let's, let's talk about your childhood a little bit. Okay. Uh, where, um, where are you from? I grew up in Silverton. Uh, everyone knows this probably just up the road. Um, a little different. Very little, small town feel. Um, everyone knows your business before you do, so it's fun. Uh, <laughs> no, my parents are still up there. Um, my grandma's down here. My other set of grandparents from here. My parents grew up in Durango, so back and forth a lot. I mean, we basically grew up here too. Okay. Places. But, uh, no, it was, it's, it's different. It's hard to explain to somebody, you know, the kind of opportunities you get when you don't have paved roads or stoplights or <laughs> yeah. McDonald's. Sure. <laughs> I grew up in a little bit bigger town of Del Norte, but um, oh, Silverton okay. is definitely smaller. So what, what, what was it like as a kid? Were you involved in sports? Did you, were you intrigued by minors? And did you, do you have families that were minors or what? Yeah, so um, I do have a history of mining in the family, but not any living relatives, actually, that are, are in the, the business now. I, I don't know, sports wasn't really huge, because there's not a lot of kids. I mean, mm-hmm. I was pretty little the last time Silverton had a basketball team, and I mean, the entire town of Silverton packed into those games, and it was awesome. Sure. That's what I That's what I wanted to do, I mean, to be the, you know, the star on you know the night when everyone was watching it was just that was intriguing for sure but I mean they they lost the team there just wasn't enough interest right before I hit middle school um so I mean it 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 dashes your hopes a little bit (laughs) so did you you didn't play high school basketball I did okay Um, so my mom actually bust my brother and I and a handful of other kids who were interested to your Okay. And we started when I was in sixth grade, and she, t- we went to school in Silverton. Three o'clock came, and we'd get in this blue suburban, head over the pass. She would wait hours because you know you had your girls practice, your boys practice. How long um, of a trip is that north? An hour? No, it it depends on how you drive. Sure. But probably forty-five minutes. Okay. And if the roads are bad, obviously it could be way longer, but. I mean, yeah, she did that for all the way until I got my driver's license when I was sixteen. And then we started going to school over there when I was in high school. Okay. made the commute a little earlier. Sure. So, so I, I'm assuming that you were a, a pretty good basketball player in high school. I mean, 
I was good for the half of A that we were. You know? Yeah, but then you went on and played in college. Yeah, I I had a few offers. I was recruited by a few places. Um, School of Mines. I ha my coach at the time actually was alumni, and I mean I was interested. Didn't have the uh, ACT score for it. Um, but then Adam State actually recruited me. You're familiar. Fantastic. <laughs> Alamosa. Sure. Good. <laughs> yeah. Now were you there for four years? Yeah. Okay, and you played lacrosse as well. Yeah, and lacrosse was just out of the blue. Um, I went for basketball, obviously. Um, and then, I don't know, we, we added the program, and they were looking for interest. I, I, the coach was recruiting from other sports, to be honest, and I was like, hey, why not? They were offering me a scholarship just to come play as an athlete. They have no idea if I'm good or not. Uh, it turns out it was I was way better at it than basketball. <laughs> yeah, well, um, good for you. So, That's yeah. fantastic. And you... Mm -hmm. You got your degree there. You did you play basketball for four years? Um, yeah, I played. Yep, basketball for four years, lacrosse for three. Um, got my degree in sociology. Don't use it. <laughs> oh, hey, but good for you. You know, there's not a lot of people that have uh, that have even that have gotten their degree and that have that have uh, done both. You know, that have had a skill set and have played basketball or some other sport in college. That's got to be difficult to do. So yeah, you don't really get a life. Too yeah, much. I'll bet. Always on the road, but I prefer it. I mean, I wouldn't trade it. <laughs> so you end up coming back here, and what brought you to Durango? Was it a job, or just were you looking just for something a little bigger than, than no, Silverton, um, or some family? Home. home. Yeah. I, I didn't want to go back to Silverton. It's it's great, but it's just for someone my age, it just you know, mm -hmm. there's nothing really there. There's no opportunity. Sure. So I, I kind of just moved in actually right behind my grandma, planning on staying, you know, while I just got on my feet, and then here I am like eight years later. So, <laughs> so you've been an athlete the majority of your life. What made you get into, when, when did you really start this desire to do these mining competitions? Oh, it's in, it's in the blood. Okay. I mean, you can start competing when you're like six. <laughs> I mean, probably if you're a little bit bigger, a six-year-old, probably... You know, earlier than that even. But, uh, I mean, you grow up doing it. I mean, it's they they breed it into you. It's a culture in Silverton. Sure. Dying culture, but it is one nonetheless. And, I mean, that's... I look forward to it every year, and I always have. Uh, even playing sports, you come home for the summer. I mean, that that's right before you go back to school. Yeah, it's an August festival, correct? Correct. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about it. Um, I've been there, but it's been so many years ago that I, I don't remember a lot about it. It's 20 plus years ago, but um, they're essentially replicating a lot of the things that those miners did back in the day. Is yes. that right? Yes. Okay. Um, it's it's very old school, so you won't see any new machinery, any new technology there. It's it's all you know to remember our history, that sort of thing. Um, but it's a it's a weekend filled with events. Um, they're all different events, uh, cash prizes, entry fees, that sort of thing, um, but not so serious. It's it's more fun, I would say, than like hard competition. Sure. Um, at this point, anyways, in the, the day, from what I hear, it didn't used to be that way. <laughs> um, so well, I'm sure events. back in the day, they probably frowned upon a woman even trying. Oh, I yeah, probably. <laughs> so let's really get into the meat and potatoes, so to speak, of this. Let's talk about the events that you have, you know, really taken charge with and have won. I mean, we're talking about winning a competition that is dominated by men, big, strong um, men. So let's, 
Let's hear about that a little bit. When was the first year that you competed? So when you turn 18, you can officially sign your, your waiver <laughs> um, if anything happens to you during the competitions. But uh, um, how it works is they offer a novice class, meaning that um, in this team drilling, you will be assigned a partner who is categorized as a professional, um, meaning that you won't die. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, they can help you through it, kind of coach you, teach you essentially. Um, so once you win the novice category, you can no longer compete as a novice. Is You're in the pro class. Okay. Um, pro class, they do have rules. Uh, you can't drill with the same partner in different teams twice. You know, it once you, it's your team and you're done. I mean, you get one shot at it. Um, once I, I won the, the novice drilling class, um, no one wanted to be my partner. Um, no and how old were you? Nineteen. Okay. And may I ask uh, how old you are now? Uh, Twenty-nine. Okay. Yeah. So you won that novice class and you moved into the pro class, but then no one... No, couldn't find a partner to save my life. Until... Everyone I asked wanted, you know, they already had partners or wanted a better partner. Sure. Um, so another kid who is close in age, um, who... Terrible. He was terrible. <laughs> better now, say that. <laughs> Sorry, Richard. Um, he was like, oh, I'll, I'll drill with you. I didn't want him to drill with me because I wanted to win. But, I mean, I didn't have any options, obviously, so I said, why not? We stuck with it. Um, I, I remember, because when you, you do your setup, we'd always ask all these guys for help. How do we do this? How do we do that? How do we do this? Well, when you start winning, turns out people don't want to help you very mm -hmm. much. And, I mean, Too much of a threat. Yeah. And, I, I mean, it's all fun. It's not as mean as I meant it to, to be. But, uh, I mean, that's just a good feeling. I was like, wow, I'm, you didn't want to be my partner years ago, and now here you are uh -huh. asking me for tips. Oh, that's pretty neat. <laughs> so tell um, us about this drill. I've seen pictures of it, and it's just a monstrosity. I mean, it weighs like over 100 pounds, right? Yeah, it's, it's about 140 pounds, I'd say, but it's, it's an awkward weight. I sure. Mean, you know, the top has this swivel, so it, it bends into like a V shape. So when you're carrying it, I mean, it's just, you got to have it in the right place, you know, and then it's heavy, it's attached to hoses. So tell us specifically about that particular event. Uh, how long of a period of time you have to do and, and specifics about what goes on there. So everything is not set up. For instance, you have an air and a water hose that power the machine, the machine itself. And they're all um, separated into uh, compartments on the ground where, you know, if, if you left a hose outside of one compartment, that's a foul, meaning you're going to get a penalty. Same thing with, you know, the box for the, the drill is its own box. Um, so you have um, a time limit, five minutes, to set up however you want your hoses, however you want your drills, um, while the other team is drilling. Because ha we have two, we have one drill, but two setups on either side. I mean, it's, you flip for them, basically, sure. on what side you're going. Um, but once, once your setup is, is ready to go, the, the judge will say go, and it's timed from there. You have to set up your machine, take it to the rock, drill it, switch to the other machine, drill it, and then bring everything back to stop the time. And when you say drill it, how deep do you have to go into the rock? So there's two steels. So you'll do one steel change. Um, and by the time you get through your second steel, it's, it's a good five feet. I and mean, by steel, are you talking about a bit? 
Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. Uh -huh. Okay. I mean, it, it's it's a decent length. And about what diameter? Is it two um, inch? One inch, maybe one and a half. Okay. One and a half, maybe, okay. Because um, the bit is obviously a little bit bigger than steel. So yeah. That's okay. Um, but yeah, um, and then, I mean, times range. Because if you have a hard rock, times are going to be longer. If you have a soft rock, they're going to be quicker. But uh, and there's no way to really know that until you get into the heart of the rock, right? Until you or, see the first team go, and hopefully it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and you know. It's very rare that we can use the same rock twice. It's it's just um, too too chewed up, right? Too many holes. Yeah, it's got too many yeah. cave or uh, uh, crevices or whatever in it. Yeah, and they have they haven't really been having good luck with you know decent sized rocks. Mm. Which it, I know it sounds funny to find a good rock, but I mean they try to find ones with flat faces to give everyone the same advantage. Well, and they're big, right? Oh, Several yeah. tons. Oh yeah, yeah, and they're set up I don't even know if it's safe <laughs> so was this what what was the first year that you won and did everybody um, just go bananas recently. I mean okay and was this yes. two was this two years ago three years ago um, yeah two to three years ago uh, I forget the exact that's a, date that's okay and uh, I, I I mean that this is a big deal right yeah. I mean uh, a serious uh, mountain town with lots of mountain men incredibly strong mountain men and here comes Lear and Wilson, moving up from the novice ranks into the pro ranks. No one wants to be your partner. You're like, okay, I'll show you. Well, I certainly have seen your strength in here. Um, as a young, attractive, you know, woman, uh, I don't. I think a lot of people are probably very shocked how strong you are. Right? <laughs> it isn't like you're six three and weigh two hundred twenty pounds, and you know. Um, so I, I, I think that's even. It just it says a lot. Um, it's fantastic. So let's go backwards here. Sorry. Did you get a trophy? Did you get cash? Did you get both? Yep. Yep. They do uh, uh, custom trophies, um, plaques, um, uh, money, depending. I mean, I took all their money, so that's nice. <laughs> um, yeah, we, me and my partner split everything down the middle. So I mean, nothing, nothing new about that. But, yeah. Uh, I definitely rubbed it in everyone's face. I did that. Yeah. Well. Um, but I mean, everyone was was a good sport about it. But I mean, I I could tell you names and probably addresses of people that said you'll never beat me. Sure. And. Uh, it just made you that much hungrier. Yeah, and you know, it, even even in here sometimes, you know, it's like Ben's like, um, that's a lot. I think you're putting too much on. I, was like, mm, I, don't think so. I can handle it. <laughs> well, to be able to do it in your in your hometown. Right? To be able yeah. to go and say, hey, these, you know, these are the streets that I grew up on and, you know, these are the mountains that, because uh, you guys do this just uh, just north of Kendall Mountain, right? Just mm -hmm. down below Kendall yeah. Mountain. Right so. Ah, it's just fabulous. So, Learen, I'm going to shift gears a little bit here. And I want to talk a little bit about your arm wrestling, okay. which is just uh, a whole other pinnacle. How long have you been arm wrestling? About five years okay but it, I guess it does kind of extend because it all started at Hard Rockers that's also an event right and now so you just jumped in there one year and said I guess I'll try this or had you been training for a while no no training I didn't even know arm wrestling was a sport to be honest with you until what five years ago you just um, said hey I'm strong I'm pretty strong I'm gonna give it a give it a go 
Yeah, I mean, I, you just enter every event. I mean, that's what I do. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I can't win it, I mean, next year I'm going to win it. Yeah, at least you know what it's all about. Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it started at Hard Rockers, and actually, I mean, that's how I, I met Ben, is he came up there thinking it was a an arm wrestling tournament, serious tournament, and we're all just a bunch of drunk miners, I guess you call us, just small town arm wrestling. And, sure. Um, turns out I lost to a big biker lady and was very upset about it, and some of my friends was, said, hey, well, those guys over there, they have a team in Durango, they train for this. If you don't want to lose again, maybe you should go train. And so I was like, you know, that's a great idea. Um, I actually went got their contact information, but then uh, I, I went to college. So I kind of lost it, but then when I graduated, had nothing to do, I found it, and I just went, went to a training, and it turns out it's a huge international sport that's blowing up. And I see you training here, and uh, you and Ben, uh, when we keep saying Ben, it's Ben Bledsoe, and you're both just, you know, national competitors or world competitors, and you've got a table in here, and um, you do some very unique um, training regimens, and both of you are just as strong as can be. What championships have you won in arm wrestling? Um, I've won Colorado every year, I think I've been competing maybe like five or so titles for Colorado, um, which would be a state championship. Um, I have six national titles, I believe, right, and left-handed. So Both? Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, and <laughs> I and, went to Worlds and lost, but... <laughs> oh, my gosh, which, you know, to be able to do all that in a relatively short amount of time, right? You said about five years? Yeah. So... I've come a long ways. I mean, it's... Ben has has been my coach, and I mean he's he's seen improvements, and obviously I have too. I mean that's, and you know it's by weight class. So I mean in the United States, there's not a whole lot of women in the smaller weight classes. So a lot of times I'm pulling against girls that are may a I, lot bigger. Yeah. May I, May I ask you what you what you weigh? It's not nice to ask weight and no, age okay. of a woman, but I've already asked both of those things. But. Um, I compete at one thirty two, mm -hmm. but I probably walk around pretty average about one forty five. I mean, that's where I'm, I'm comfortable. That's and I watched you bench press. I mean, you were doing 135 pounds the other day. <laughs> and I mean, how many reps did you get with that? Uh, I can usually get four, depending. That's incredible. Uh, it I, really is. I hit 175, and I was, I was going for 180, but I mean, I'll take it. That's tremendous. Yeah, you, you and Ben both, your, uh, your dedication is, is to be admired. Um, both of you, I see you in here as much or more than anyone. Here at the gym and uh, training really hard and really smart. Um, it's one thing to train hard; it's another thing to train hard and smart, right? Definitely, definitely. So, Leanne, what are some different things you do here in the gym for you know to prep yourself for hard rockers or for arm wrestling? What What are some? Um, well, it's it's pretty similar. I mean, it's uh, both arm wrestling and hard rockers. You need a lot of hand strength, a lot of grip. Um, forearms, just all upper body. Um, you know, some legs too, but I mean, the main focus being those extremities up top. Um, I, I know you've probably seen us training in here and think we're crazy, but uh, bands, bands are a huge one. Just always being able to have consistent tension in these weird positions. Mm -hmm. I mean, you try to simulate the best that you can the positions that you're going to be in. You want to work in the ranges, you know, whether it be in the losing position, the winning position. And if you think about it, you know, when you're holding the hammer, 
you know, your arm is, is very similar to when you have it on a table arm wrestling. I mean, those angles are very similar. And the idea, the concept that you're, you're pulling with your lat, pulling into you, you know, trying to get someone away from theirs, um, is the same motion as the hammer coming up and down. Um, and being able to have that endurance, you know, five minutes of swinging a hammer. I mean, if you say it, it doesn't really carry, it doesn't carry the, the exhaustion and, and just your arm just is dead. I mean, you, we have straps on our hammers cause I can't even hold it for five minutes. It goes numb after yeah. a while, right? And you know, you're swinging at your other hand, so that's scary. Um, but I mean, it's the same in, you know, if you get into a really close match with someone, I mean, that match could be minutes. You know, pulling someone for minutes in a terrible position, I mean, it, it's mentally, it tests you, and, and physically, I mean, you, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, you have to do tons of weird things, and I, you've seen our collection of, yeah, of you weird guys have tools a, that we yeah, have. a whole bag of things that, yeah, most people would, I mean, the first time I saw them, I thought, wow, what in the world is this contraption, and, the, but it makes sense, and, and that's smart that you guys are, you know, it's attention to detail and it's that exercise specificity. It's doing those particular little movements and bigger movements, but that a lot of people wouldn't think about unless they really broke things down, kind of move by move or part by part. Um, and then with all that experience, even though you're relatively young, you've had a lot of experience doing it. So you know the, the parts of the table or the parts of the hammer, so to speak, that are that is your weakness and you can you can work on those things most definitely i mean and you know techniques are always evolving people are getting smarter they're coming out with better better equipment to use and that sort of thing but i mean some of the stuff you have in here like your your rope pulley in there oh my gosh that's like that's an arm wrestler's dream i mean and you know you you got it thinking you know it's just great for an everyday person um but, I mean, it, it's kind of funny to see, you know, we'll do something, you know, like those towel pull-ups we were doing, and then we come in here and we kind of notice other people trying sure. it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And that's, yeah, if anyone that's never done that, I mean, the, the grip, right, the grip strength. It's just a whole, and it's a whole different type of grip strength because, not just because of the material, but because of the angle that your hands or wrists are at, right? And, and I, I actually do have um, an upcoming training with uh, Sarah Backman, and I know... Non-arm wrestlers probably won't have an inkling, but uh, she's a huge, just ripped lady from originally Sweden. She lives in the States now, but countless world titles. I mean, there's videos of her on YouTube just beating men just easily. I mean, it's... And so you've got a, a, a meeting with her, so you're going to do I'm, some training. Yeah, we're going to Florida end of March um, for a week, and my goal is to just be in... Wherever she goes, I'm going to be her shadow. Whatever she does, I'm going to learn everything I can, but... She's uh, she's definitely like an idol in the sport. You know, she's, I, I mean, she's drop dead gorgeous. She's a model, model, and I mean, it defies the. You know, like if you think of like these big women arm wrestlers, mm -hmm. I mean, that's not who you think of, but that's it's scary. And you know, those talking about towel pull ups, you know, she'll reverse her grip, so it's it's not up and down. Yeah, Your thumbs this. are pointed to the ground oh, with a towel with forty five pound plates, and just rep out eight. Oh my gosh. To get rope, ropes, and, and I mean, it's, like, I can't even hang, you know, with one arm with my body weight, and she's doing, I mean, she's 190 pounds, just her body, and I, yeah, it's wow. crazy. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's Goals. something else. Well, I'll have to, I'll have to uh, 
look her up and watch some of the videos on her strength. My goodness. Well, what's on the docket? What's in the future? What do you look to do? I, I, I can guess one is to win a world championship in arm wrestling. Oh, that's the top goal. Yeah. I think that's, that's what I want more than anything. Um, I mean, to, to go all the way there to just, you know. And, <laughs> and where do they usually do the world championships? It, it changes every year. Okay. Um, so this um, past COVID year was supposed to be in Georgia, the country, not the, the state. But uh, um, I'm not sure if they're planning on doing it there again. It, it probably has to do with restrictions. Sure. I think everything's changed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just keep on training and you'll be ready. Yeah. No right? <laughs> Fantastic. There's so much more we could talk about. I, uh, I really appreciate you coming on. I think it's fabulous. Both of these things that you do, again, just to reiterate a little bit, the Hard Rockers Festival, um, or holiday they call it, I guess, uh, typically in August up in Silverton, Colorado. Again, uh, only woman in history to win the men's drilling competition. Yep. So good on you. Thank you. Wow. Um, yeah, what a what a unique and highly skilled thing for for nobody for people that have not witnessed that it's uh, not only incredibly difficult but incredibly um, uh, I don't want to say scary it uh, it's scary. dangerous it's scary, scary and dangerous yeah, yeah. It, you yeah. know sometimes people lose a finger yeah um, get very <laughs> very uh, very hurt um, well thank you for coming on and uh, like I said you're you're to be admired so many people. Uh, are inspired by you in here, men and women. So I, I hope and think you know that. Your, your work ethic and your humility uh, speaks volumes. So, <laughs> yeah, looking forward to maybe getting you back on here after you've won the world and yeah. talk, talk more about that. <laughs> All right, Leanne. Well, thanks again for coming on. This podcast is brought to you by the popular books, Wellness Toolbox 1 and 2. These books are available on Amazon as well as at local Durango, Colorado merchants. Purchase your copies today.